Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we're back in the studio to explore more of the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, emails from our wonderful listeners and the Self-Care Book Club. Welcome back to Self-Care Club. Wellness Road Tested, the epilogue show. Hi, and welcome to Friday's Epilogue Show, where we are taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of sleep hygiene. So the following night, I forced myself to go upstairs and get into bed at the appropriate hour, and it just irritated me. Yeah, yeah, this makes me happy. And then, late in the week, like night six, I rebelled against you and myself <laughs> and <laughs> me I, binged, I love it I, yeah. by the way you wanted to do this week just say I, I binge watched Firefly Lane until 2.35 a.m. <gasps> that was against all the rules it was Lauren just Mishkon. one night it was one night of rebellion so Lauren have you come across any more studies or research on sleep since last week yes a few little nuggets for you here come on then so Lack of sleep causes weight gain. In one, I know every woman's eyes <laughs> have just nightmare. opened. <laughs> In one 16-year study, it was shown that women who sleep for less than five hours a night are significantly more likely to gain weight around their bellies than those who slept seven hours or more. So get yourself to bed. Makes to sense, up. doesn't it? Yeah, and it, it does if actually. It's, the strongest pillar of wellness, then it, you would gain weight as well as a whole host of other things. Just yeah. add it to the list. Yeah. So now a little question for you, because you always ask me the percentage questions and oh, I never God. get to ask them back. Okay. I'm ter- I'll be terrible. Okay. I've, I've, I'm, you I'm won't, in, you I'm won't. In, I am. I'm in panic. In America, how many Americans who own a smartphone do you think sleep with their smartphone? Oh, that's high. I would say 86%. Well, fortunately, not quite as high, but it's still high. 71%. I was in the ballpark. I was in the ballpark. Yeah, you were. So they either put their phone on their bedside table or in their bed, or for 3% of these people, they hold them in their hands (gasps) while they sleep. How do they charge them? What is that about? How do they charge them? I don't know. No, seriously. So, uh, How does it end that you wake well, up in the morning? They, they and... don't. 
Or they've got the wire. They've got a long wire. I don't know. But who sleeps with oh the phone God, in their so hand? Sleep, they wouldn't get hot. With the phone in their hat. I don't know. It's very weird. That can't be that. That can't be energetically good for you, can it? No. This is a new mobile consumer report from Bank of America. Found that not only do seventy-one percent of Americans sleep with their smartphones, but also their phones are the first thing on their minds when they wake up. Yeah. Thirty-five percent of people said their first thought in the morning is about their phone, and ten percent said it was about their significant other. <laughs> yeah, but you can't be surprised at that. <laughs> Oh, it's just a bit sad. It's so sad. Adam always checks his phone before giving me a kiss good morning. Always. Uh, you get a kiss good morning? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, like, what What marriage is this? <laughs> I don't know that sort of marriage. It's not a real marriage. No. It's a TV marriage. Okay, here's what happens. If I yeah. see him checking his phone in yeah. the morning when we're in yeah. bed, I will say, I can't believe... I mean, I've only said it for how many years? I can't believe you would prefer to check your phone than kiss your wife good morning and then I get a kiss. So I only get a kiss out of moaning and under duress. Okay. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that situation. I think you, yeah, I think you put a lot of, uh, a lot of women's minds, you know, they were panicking there. They were panicking. <laughs> Suddenly everyone slipped into comparison. She has a better yeah. marriage than me. No, yeah. I yeah. promise you, he only gives it to me when asked, <laughs> when demanded, when I when criticized. Yeah. Okay. 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 Here's, here's another fact for you. Most people know not to have coffee after dinner, apart from your husband and me who merrily drink coffee yep. after dinner, but caffeine's power has a longer effect on our bodies than we think. So there was a study done in 2013 that concluded even when we consume caffeine six hours before bedtime, it can still decrease our sleep by as much as one hour. Jesus. So, yeah. So the current advice is to just have that last cup of coffee at 2 p.m. And that's it. That's your cutoff time. I can I can manage that. Yeah. Well, mm. I, I like to have one at around four o'clock. Yeah, you know, sometimes but- I take a coffee on the school run with me now that I'm doing the school run again. And mm. since we've done this week, I now feel fucking guilty for doing it. So thanks for Do that. You? Well, oh. only because I now have, have the research behind it to say that that's not good for you. Hmm. Okay, I also came across something quite cool called the the sleep onset latency test. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay, Go so on. what you do is uh, it's to test how sleep deprived you are. So you go to bed in the afternoon, has to be in the middle of the afternoon, and you go to bed with a metal spoon in your hand. And <laughs> is this going a, up or in anywhere? No. Uh, <laughs> Just checking. You never know with you. Yeah, and go a on. Me- and, a, and a metal tray that you put on the floor. Who's got a metal to... tray? Have you got a metal tray? I've got like five. No, you have not. No, you have not. I, Why? I totally. Why? Well, I, because don't you have trays? Trays? No, no I don't have trays. Oh. I inherited loads from my grandmother's, but I also have other trays. Yeah. Well, anyway, look. How often do you, you, have you use a... a tray? I know you want to get on. I just want to know how often you use a tray. Like quite often. How? When was the last time you used a tray? Sunday for what a cup of tea and a plate you you put a cup of tea and a plate on a tray yeah <laughs> how else are you supposed to cap you've got it's not a weird thing oh my you've god got, you've got weird. two hands well listen our producers just said something about a baking sheet I don't know what she means thank you Blondine she means if you don't happen to have a metal tray you could use a metal baking tin or baking sheet do you have those you know that you put shit in like the oven like a baking on? tray a baking tray I have yeah, a baking a tray baking I have okay, a baking right. tray 
go to bed in the afternoon with a metal spoon <laughs> and a metal and my baking five tray. Metal trays that I inherited from my grandmother. <laughs> you just ruined my science. <laughs> Professor I mean, Chris Whitty. I'm sorry. I think it's really weird that a 43 year old woman has five metal trays and she puts her cup of tea and her teapot on it and uses them daily. I think that's a bit strange. I have not ever used a tray in my entire life. You know, Professor Chris Whitty does not have to put up with this shit when he's giving his science. <laughs> right. So I'm going to bed in the middle of the afternoon with a metal spoon and a in metal one hand and a baking and tray implement on the side on the floor on the same side of the bed as your hand. Okay. And then you 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 have a timer with you as well. You can use your phone if you like a timer. And then you see how long it takes you to fall asleep. And what happens is. When you fall asleep, you release the spoon from your hand and it clanks onto the tray and it wakes you up. And that's how long you know how long you've been asleep for. So the test is if it's 15 minutes, that's fine. If it's 10 minutes, you're sleep deprived. And if it is five minutes or less, then you are suffering from severe deprivation. And that is called the sleep onset latency test. Listen, I just, I just need to get this clear. Yeah. You have a metal spoon in your hand. Yes. Yes. In yes. my right hand, let's say. Yes. And then on yes. the right side, on the floor, I put a metal tray. Yes. Is my hand hanging over the bed? Yes. My hand's yes. hanging over the with bed. With the spoon in it. With the spoon in my hand. Yeah. And if it yeah. falls onto the tray within five minutes, I'm sleep deprived. And if it's... That's severe deprivation. Like if, you're a, if you lie on the bed and within five minutes, the spoon clanging on the tray has woken you up. But why? Why, why is that sleep deprived? Because what they're saying is that the shorter time it takes you to fall asleep, the more sleep deprivation you have. So if you're lying on your bed in the afternoon, it takes you 15, 20 minutes to fall asleep and for that spoon to hit the tray, that's okay. But if you're falling asleep that quickly, you're really suffering from sleep deprivation. Well, I'm going to do it. Are you going to do I'm it? I'm going to lend you a fucking metal tray. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. You are such a good friend. Okay, I really am. I really am. Oh, Jesus. Right. Can we just get on to what our listeners had to say about sleep? I asked on Instagram, do you invest in sleeping well? And yeah. I was actually really surprised by the answers. Yeah. And the yeah. options were, no, I hope for the best. And yes, all the time. Yeah. So which one would you hit? Well, I know I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. And obviously we've discussed this, so I would have hit, no, I hope for the best. So I was really shocked to see that 56% of people said yes all the time. Mm, Okay. So we've got some insomniacs. We had over 80 people respond to this poll. So it's quite a lot Mm, of people. Yeah. Um, And I was pleasantly surprised to see that over half of the people do invest in their sleep. And then I thought, well, why am I so surprised? Because the people following us obviously are investing in their self-care. Otherwise they wouldn't be following us. True. So it does make sense. Yeah. Doesn't it? Then Then I asked the question, do you sleep well? And do you need any tools to sleep better? Again, we had an amazing response. So thank you if you responded and apologies if I don't read all your messages out. Um, Mm -hmm. In summary, people said that they use sleep sprays, meditation, um, 
taking their phones out of the room. Someone said a hot shower before bed. Yeah. Uh, a few people said relaxing music and eye masks. That was the main okay. consensus of what people use to help them sleep. Rachel said that her sleep has been awful since COVID. She's actually been having nightmares. Um, and Rachel is not alone. A lot of women have struggled with sleep, much more so since COVID yeah. hit. Um, so actually, I really hope that this week has been helpful and useful and informative. And um, just going on what I just said of what people use to use as sleep tools, I hope that's helpful too. Yeah. So I had an email in from Francesca yeah. who says, I love my sleep and I usually sleep well. However, there are certain times when I may feel anxious or stressed and this can hinder my sleep. So a friend once recommended ASMR. I recognize the name as it was quite a cultural phenomenon a few years back, but I never thought to use it. Although having now tried it, I can confirm that it really helped to ease my anxiety before bed. It doesn't fully help me drift off into sleep, but it's brilliant for de-stressing and closing down your mind before bed. So... For people that have never heard of ASMR, can you give a quick rundown of what it is? Yeah, I know that our producer is really into this. So I really wish she was going to, to, to sum this up for us. But it is, I don't know how to describe it. But what I understand of it is it's a relaxation method. And a lot of it is to do with either uh, whispering. So you listen to audios or, or repetitive noises. So there are some that are like this sort of thing. Can you hear that? Yeah. And there are some which are just people sort of speaking very gently very mutedly at you while you fall asleep but I actually want to do a whole week yeah I think we should ASMR do a whole week. it is massive it is such a huge phenomenon so I I think thank you Francesca for that is ASMR built for sleep hygiene is that what it's for and relaxation can't answer that hundred percent because I don't know the actual okay. answer, but let's do a deep dive into it. Well, okay, in so fact, we'll definitely do a week show. Of that. Yeah, I think we will. So that's our week in full. Thank you so much for being in touch. And please, as always, keep your messages coming in. Tell us your thoughts and experiences on the week's practice or any self-care fails that you might have had or anything you want us to try. Email us hello at selfcareclub.co.uk or come and DM us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. We're taking a short break and we will see you back here for our wellness news flash and self-care gone wrong. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. 
Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. This week at Sukarnov. Over on My Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson, comedy legend Ian Stone is choosing what he'd put on his list of personal wonders of the world. Along the way, he tells a story of the first time he ever did stand-up and it wasn't exactly by choice. My friends, who um, unbelievably remained my friends after this, uh, put me down secretly for the open mic spot. I mean, I went on, I actually, I didn't know what to say. I stood there. I'd never been on a stage before. Well, actually, I'd done a school play once, but I, I was playing... Uh, I was some biblical thing. I can't even remember, but... Um, you see, I went into your I am Joseph. Yeah. Uh, is there room in your inn routine? Give me my coloured coat. Yeah, that didn't work. Meanwhile, these self-care club ladies are keen to figure out why so many women often find themselves saying sorry for just about anything. I think that it is such a fine line between over-apologising unnecessarily and actually standing up and saying, I'm sorry for this, I'm sorry if you've been uncomfortable yeah. in any way that's been yeah. caused by me. And yeah. I think that's a sign of strength, isn't it? To be able to apologise for yourself, but not at the cost of your self-esteem. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. <laughs> So in this new segment, Self-Care Gone Wrong, we get to hear from you guys again. And this time with any questions you may have for Lauren and myself in terms of self-care, and we will do our very best to answer or have a discussion about it or any stories that you would like to share with us on how your self-care practice may have gone a bit sideways. Lauren, what have we got this week? Oh, well... Anonymous wrote in to us. Oh, anonymous. This, this will be good. She says, about a week before my planned C-section, I decided I was going to shave my pubic hair. I couldn't see anything down there, but I figured I could do it by feel, like Helen Keller, I guess, <laughs> oh, if she God. had an electric razor. <laughs> but I digress. It's not as easy as one might think. No. I... I nicked my oh, labia. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and I bled like crazy. Oh I'm crossing I my legs. <laughs> I handled it like a pro by shoving a wad of toilet paper down there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> About an hour later, I was at the hospital having my checkup, and the shaving massacre was already far from my pregnancy brain mind. That is until I got myself settled into the stirrups, and my doctor exclaimed, "You're bleeding!" Oops, I said. I tried to trim myself. Well, she began, you did a bloody terrible job. <laughs> oh, the shame. Oh, the shame. Oh, dear. That's a, that is a wincing story. Thank you so much. Please keep those coming in. Let us know any self-care fails. You can email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. Wellness News Flash. Do you have a wellness news flash for me this week? I do. What your lockdown crutch says about you. So Ooh. it's uh, courtesy of Grazia. 
Lockdown may have been introduced as an emergency measure, but by now it's become a lifestyle. The end might be in sight after nearly a year of restrictions. The new normal feels more normal than new. And we haven't made this adjustment without a little help, however. Mm. Whether you've got through the last 12 months by leaning on a labradoodle or drowning your sorrows in lengthy baths, here's what your lockdown crutch reveals. Are you ready? I'm ready. Reality TV. Tick. (laughs) You can't get enough of Drag Race. You're hooked on Bling Empire. You're so intimate with the contestants of Married at First Sight Australia that if any of those relationships last the course, you'll be volunteering to give a speech at their golden wedding anniversary. Literally, they've they've been (laughs) spying on me. You watch all of those, all don't three. you? All three. That's brilliant. All three. Reality yeah. TV gives you lust, intrigue, and drama without you ever having to encounter another human. As addictions go, this one is a surefire sign that you need your social life back, Lauren. Oh, amen. <laughs> pets. Let's go on to pets. Whether it's yeah. a bulldog called Gloria or a Russian blue known as Mr. Biz. What's a Russian blue? A Russian blue is a cat, says Blondine, oh. our producer. Oh, okay. Th- thank you. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> this can clearly be seen on WhatsApp where a friend barely has to ask what you've been up to before you're sending six new photos of your cat lying in a sunbeam or your dog cocking up an ear in a whimsical manner. If this, this is so me. If this is you. This is you, Nicole. This is so me. With affection and love on tap, you're winning at lockdown. The rest of us are just jealous. So apparently I'm winning. Someone you, um, messaged you are me winning with your on, puppy. Someone messaged me on Instagram yesterday asking what breed my dog is. And I literally spammed her, as my daughter would say, with all my pictures of my dog. I don't even know if I told her the breed, but I just spammed her. She was her. like, she was like, I wish I never fucking <laughs> asked. <laughs> The news. Let's get onto the news. While for some it's to be avoided at all yep. costs, for others the news is as Moorish as crack. You're listening to current affairs podcasts. You're getting furious on Twitter. You're showing up for government press conferences like a Swifty at the first stream of a new album. You know the difference between Patrick Melance and Chris Whitty, between antibiotics and antigens, between Pfizer and Oxford. You don't have a science background, but... If suddenly forced to sit in an exam in virology, you'd be quietly confident. What's it all about? Trying to take control in an out of control world. How have you been with the news? Yeah, definitely. I I definitely was that person. And then I actively, consciously stopped being that person because I realized I can study this like it's a PhD, but whether I watch the news or don't watch the news, it's not going to change the amount of people who are infected or dead that day. So actually for my own mental health, I had to stop yeah. at some point. Yeah. And now as I stopped that cycle, that obsessive cycle of having to watch the daily briefing, I think a lot of people did this. I yeah. think we all got yeah. like heavy, like five o'clock was, you know, not time for news round or Blue Peter, but let's watch, let's watch the uh, the daily update. Oh, how many people are dead today? It was awful. Oh my god, it was it awful. was awful. So once I stopped doing that, now I find I can dip in and dip out in a more healthy way. Yes, I've been I think exactly the I think same. That's I think that's been the standard for most people. So there's a couple more. And this yeah. one I think is quite interesting. Voice notes. Yeah. You're not a voice noter, are you? God, no. Only, only 
for the purposes of this show. It starts as a novelty, replacing a text with a quick recording that you could send to a friend. But with hours to kill and no colleagues to chat to, you're now clocking up 10 minute monologues and loving it. If you're really committed to the sound of your own voice, the next step is Clubhouse, the new social media platform where you can exchange recordings of people all day long and even lecture to a room full of strangers. The question is, is anyone actually listening? No, I mean, just no. I do have a friend, my my gorgeous friend Nina. We voice note each other all the time. She's the only person I do it with, actually. Oh, and a bit my friend Lauren. We do speak in voice notes. And it's weird because you think, well, just pick up the phone. Like, why do we do that? Uh, I would rather send a fax than do a voice note. <sighs> I mean, I, I don't... I'd rather send a pigeon. I just... Firstly, you do not have a fax machine. You don't have a fax. You cannot have five metal trays that you use every day and a fax machine. You just can't. I don't, I don't have a fax machine. I don't. Okay. So don't. for the 19-year-olds no. that do listen to our show, they're probably thinking, what's a fax? What's um, a fax machine? Yeah, yeah, they might do. And And listen, it was very... It was very hip in its day, wasn't it? I remember when my dad got a fax machine in his office. But anyway. Are you kidding? That was, that was how I worked. I, I used to have to send over people's headshots and CVs by fax. I think about that now. I'm like, oh my God, we couldn't send an email? Well, no, we didn't. We sent a fax. I must have sent about 40, 50 faxes every day. It seems Nuts. just so bizarre, doesn't it? Like another, like another century. Yeah, but even, excuse me, before the fax... There was nothing. Yeah. You'd have to send it in a letter. You'd actually yes. have to. Could you yeah. please send me yeah. your headshot? Because Lauren used to be an agent. Yeah. So let's give that some context. And you would send it in a package, in a letter, and they would have to wait three days to get yeah, it. Well, I would, yeah, I would also send many, many, many of those by post every day. The, the end of day post pile was like, you know, a huge bag full of post, of course. Wow, we're old. So the last one is shopping. Have you heard of beige gold? It's the new name for cardboard, which is now almost as hard to source as precious metal. Yes, <laughs> well, you've I've got, heard about this. Well, you've got enough precious metal in your house, apparently. I swear. Oh that my God. <laughs> they're not fucking gold trays. They're just metal trays. <laughs> I am. <laughs> You know those days when you go to a coffee shop and it's a really nice coffee shop and they bring it over on a metal yeah. tray? Well, sometimes yeah. they bring the bill yeah. over on yeah. a small metal tray. I miss those days. You could open <laughs> yeah, your I've own. Got one of those. I've got one of those. <laughs> I've got one you of those haven't. as well. You haven't. Have you? Are you sending who you I have. I what swear. do you put on it? I swear. What do you put on it? My husband, he really, well, my husband normally uses that one. I think it's his favorite one. For what? A tea bag? Yeah, he'll put like his tea on it and then like a little plate and then a little thing to put his tea bag on and he'll put his little metal, the little metal tray. Yeah. Why can't he just use his hands? I don't understand why the tray is necessary. Because <laughs> sometimes you're carrying stuff in the other hand. Oh. Like you might have your laptops and papers and then you want to carry up the tea tray in the other hand. So it's purely for convenience. I just, you sound so posh. Explaining to you how to use a tray. <laughs> I mean, this is fucking basic stuff. I mean, does it come under self-care? What is this practice? <laughs> right, just, anyway, just shopping. Yeah, um, shopping. So cardboard, cardboard is yeah. now as hard to source as precious metal. That's because the UK supply has all been delivered 
to your house, holding clothes, fitness gadgets, that's not for Lauren, and that spider catcher you saw in a pop-up ad. Many of us have gone mad for online shopping, and if you've met your local courier so many times that you know their middle name, it's probably because making purchases is giving you a dopamine hit. Time to change the password on your PayPal account, although getting out of lockdown might just do the trick. I remember, and this was pre-lockdown, a courier guy, I think he was a DHL gentleman, and he popped in a package from Sweaty Betty and he said to me, are they having a sale? Because this is like the third package I've delivered this week of Sweaty Betty. Wow. Were they? Yeah, I only ever buy in Sweaty Betty sales. But I thought I'm buying too much is what I thought. Mm. Are, are you one of these lockdown shoppers? Has that been you? Well, the thing is, is that you can only get things online. So anything you're buying pretty much is coming online. And even if that's food shopping Mm. or a book that you've ordered or, you know, uh, I don't know, a pair of trainers because your daughter's grown out of her her shoes, everything is coming online. So I would say (laughs) defensively, yes, (laughs) it is me. Mm. What about you? Mm. I went, well, it was was an early phase thing where I think I dedicated like about 26 hours of full research into tracksuit bottoms. But Every other woman in the UK was also trying to buy size 10 tracksuit bottoms. And it was like the world had run out of tracksuit bottoms. What happened? Well, I ended up sourcing a pair from Nike. Did you? Because vitally important because I wasn't going anywhere and no one was seeing me. Yeah. So why did you need the tracksuit bottoms? Because I just wanted some new tracksuit bottoms to hang out in. In the house. So that's our wellness news flash. I mean, and Traygate. <laughs> Metal Traygate. It's the new puzzle club. <laughs> it's weird. Next week, it's weird. there'll be a song. It's weird. Please write it's in weird. if you think it's weird that her oh husband God. uses a mini tray. We've got a big tray <laughs> and a mini tray and there's all different sizes of trays and there's a whole tray there's situation a, going on. Your there's house. a tray nest. And there's, there's a tray nest. nest. And it's weird. It's weird. If I go upstairs with a cup of tea, I just take the tea and that's it. I don't need a tray. You're so posh. I'm so not. Anyway, let me just tell you, as a reminder, (laughs) Book Club is still running. Okay. This month, we are reading Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free by Nancy Levin. And Nancy Levin is going to be coming on the show at the end of March uh, with our author's special bonus episode. And I am mega looking forward to that. That Yes, we're looking forward to meeting her, aren't we? Yeah, very much so. we're moving on to our self-care what have you been up to this week for your own self-care lauren well i don't know if you know this nicole but i watched a bbc iplayer documentary called <laughs> the truth about sleep <laughs> by michael mosley no tell me more are there interesting studies on it about a metal tray do you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. michael mosley is an insomniac himself and he wanted to do a whole deep dive into finding out what happens to us when we don't get enough sleep so I did watch that Um, in other news I have got myself an IPL laser hair remover device I feel like you've talked about it a lot on this show have you just told me have you just told me about about it it? once you've told yeah this is this is the first time I have revealed that to, oh my to God, our audience, so not just to me. I feel like not your IPL you. machine is getting a lot of airtime. Only to you. But you must but be very happy with world. it. 
Well, I've only actually used it once. I've got to wait another week before I can use it again. But I've got such high hopes for this thing. I'm just, I'm mega excited. So that's my, my self-care. What hopes what? do you have apart from it to remove well, that hair? I never will have to shave, shave my armpits again. That's my high hope. So when lockdown's over, can I come and, yeah. can I come and use it? Totally. Because I am lasered, but there's, I've got, you know, you get the odd patch. Top-ups, you need top-ups. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's the knees. Well, it's mine's the not knees. the knees, but I'll Oh, mine is the knees that, that need top-ups. Uh, in other news, uh, self-care, it's not actually been a good week for self-care for me. I have to just get this out there. Okay. It's been a rough week. Uh, I, I have felt, and I know this is not just me, like the collective rage and uprising of women generally where, you know, since the murder of Sarah Everard, which I know we talked about last week, but what I have been experiencing and what I have definitely been noticing is just all women going actually what the fuck yeah we are so done with this day-to-day experience of always having to worry and protect ourselves and everything else even my mum was talking to me about it the other day saying you know she remembers from being a very little girl being flashed out at the school gates being followed home she she said my god she said i i actually this week sat down and thought i can't believe this is still happening. My friend told me this Monday that when she was picking her son, who's five, up, she was flashed at at the school gates <gasps> at three o'clock in the afternoon. No, she wasn't. Yeah, this Monday. Well, he flashed so, his downstairs to her. He he wasn't flashing his wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's so. so she must be so upset. Yeah. I would have been. So she said upset. she was really. Yeah, she said she was really, really shocked. And in the shock, just suddenly became really British and said to him, excuse me, which I thought was a classic British response. Anyway, she didn't apologise. Thank God she didn't apologise. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but anyway, she, you know, the police were called and they're looking into it. But this is like, you know, that's how I felt this week, rage. And it sort of culminated in a real shitty Mother's Day, which interestingly enough, I also found was not my own personal experience. Many of my friends had really shit Mother's Days this year. Was it that we just expected a little more after dedicating a whole year to servicing these little delightful people that we have made? Was (laughs) it that we were just all in a collective rage over the plight of womankind in general? I don't know. But I'm just going to say, I don't feel great this week. That's okay. That's it. That's okay. And I'm proud of you for bringing that here and being very honest about it. So I just always feel like if I'm feeling it, I bet lots of other women are feeling that yeah. too. Well, you're absolutely representative of, of women of your generation. Absolutely. Um, Apart from the fact that I own a lot of trays. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not representative. I can ask my mum how many trays she owns. Okay. She okay. did used to have a tray cupboard. Okay. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how boring. Um, and it was like one of those half cupboards that, you know, you can't really fit a lot in. And there you did used to be like five or six trays in there. They were never metal and they were all different. Uh, whatever. Stop talking, Nicole. Stop talking. Tell me about your self-care this week. Um... My self-care has been pretty stable, I would say, in terms of exercising, hydration, and nutrition. 
Um, my sleep's been sounds very very good. My sleep's been good. Um, and then I had wine on Friday night, and I felt dreadful the next day. Um, and it gave me a really strong insight actually into how good I have been feeling. And I, I, that's when Mm. it kind of puts it into perspective for me. It's not whilst I'm feeling good that I think, oh, I feel great. And I'm so lively. And it's when I don't, that it highlights when, when I do feel good versus when I don't. Um, absence, absence of health is more noticeable than when you just feel healthy. Yes. So obviously I'm still doing my plant-based diet. I'm still, exercising most days I'm drinking loads of water and I'm sleeping quite well so you know it's not more complicated than that for me um Hmm. and it really doesn't need to be um and we're also trying to all cut back on our screen time in the house so we're all going to try and get off our phones from half past eight at night so let's see how that goes. Um, and I good. watched a lovely film, The Glorias. Have you seen it? It's a film about Gloria Steinem. It's on Sky at the moment. No. And it's about Ooh. the women's liberation movement. I'm obsessed with Gloria Steinem. There's a wonderful, wonderful, I think it's an eight-part series on iPlayer called Mrs. America, which is also about the women's liberation movement. Yes, and, um, that is on my list. So yeah. I really highly recommend both. But the film, The Glorias, it's a bit slow in parts, but... She's so interesting. And what she only did for us, um, our lives would not be what they are if it wasn't for this woman. So I highly recommend watching that. Very, very topical, especially this week. And one of the things that was the most joyous this week is I listened to Table Manners uh, and they had Dan Levy on it from Schitt's Creek. And he is... a dream to listen to. I am so in love with this man. I could just sit and listen to him all day. And it wasn't a particularly deep conversation. It was, it wasn't, they didn't speak about anything specific. It was just lovely just to hear him chatting away with the women. And I just smiled from beginning to end. So I highly recommend that. I am totally going to go and listen to that when we finish recording, when I walk the dog today, now, right now. Yes. Thank you for that. Highly recommend. What have you been listening to? I listened to a hilarious episode of my very favorite podcast, Off Menu, where they um, spoke to Sue Perkins, who told a story. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it involves a shaman and vodka and her butthole. Oh, wow. It was great. Oh, I'm going to listen to that when I get off this call then as well. That was very funny. Um, And also a new podcast. I don't know if, I don't know if any of you are real Sex in the City fans, but I mean, you know, it was at the time the best show ever. Um, There there are loads and loads of Sex in the City podcasts if you, if you want to hear them. But this particular one is called Sentimental in the City. It's just a mini series. Uh, It's hosted by Caroline O'Donoghue and Dolly Alderton, who I really like. And they spend each episode discussing every season of Sex in the City. So it's not one of those like episode by episode analysis ones where there are those, there is that podcast, but it's a look at each season as an individual piece of work. So they discuss like the themes, the characters, the journey, and they their strapline is we don't know the most about Sex in the City, we just feel the most about oh, Sex in the City. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh my god, so, that's on my list. Yeah, you've got to be like a true, yes. true fan because they're not going through episodes, but they'll just say, oh, you know, like remember in season two when Carrie wears the dress, and you're like, yeah, I totally remember that yeah, dress. My- I really want right, to watch it know, all back to back again yeah. now. So, so that that's my podcast recommendations 
of the week. And what have we got coming up on next week's show, Lauren? Next week's show is all about face rolling. Do you know about these? I do. They're all over my Instagram. Facial massage tools. Imagine, if you will, a miniature rolling pin made of jade or rose quartz, which one rolls over one's face to eliminate wrinkles. That's what we're doing. No trays needed. No, none. None. (laughs) I could maybe carry it up to my bathroom on a tray. (laughs) You were so going to do that with your little serum and your face roller. And you can use the mini tray if it isn't already out of use for a molly. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm going to just to annoy you. (laughs) Please take a picture of it. (laughs) Okay, I will. Thank you so much for listening to this week's show. We'll be back on Tuesday with our main show. And if you have anything that you want to be in touch about, email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. Come and find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod where we have a lot of conversation going on there. And go write us a review on Apple. That would be fantastic and it would really help us out. Thanks for listening. Stay well and we will speak with you on Tuesday. Bye-bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creator Network. The Motherkind Podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident, and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment, and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.